Hey guys, um, this is my first podcast, so uh, yeah, I'm just going to start off by um, answering some questions, so I'll just talk a bit about myself at first, and then I actually found some questions on the internet that are apparently good for podcasts, Um, yeah, so a bit about me, Um, I'm from New Zealand, um, you know, so, um, my accent might sound very weird to you guys, uh, because I believe I'll probably have quite a lot of, um, foreign viewers, such as those from America or, you know, Europe, um, but yeah, so I'm from New Zealand, and, uh, Right now, I'm in high school, uh, what we call college, you guys would call high school. Um, I'm in year 12, which I believe is the equivalent of 12th grade, I believe, I'm not too sure, but um, I'm 16, Um, and uh, yeah, I really started this podcast to kind of just have fun with it. You know, I've I've always watched podcasts and I've always loved podcasters like uh, Joe Rogan, um, Adam Twenty Two. You know, it just looks like it's a lot of fun, and um, I hope to get some people on here to interview, like maybe my friends. Um, but it's mostly just going to be me talking, you know. So yeah. Um, what more about me? Um, well, not really, not really much. Uh, I play soccer or football, fully used in Europe. Um, I'm pursuing a career in astronomy, uh, particularly in the field of astrophysics. Uh, I'm looking to do maybe a couple of years of research at a university, so a research position. And if I do get into the research position, I'd um, be researching into black holes and probably neutron stars. Very interesting stuff, of course. Um, Yeah, probably be a researcher for a couple of years and then look on to moving into a company job. So work for an aerospace company. Uh, perhaps NASA, SpaceX, uh, Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos. Uh, yeah, but there are plenty of space agencies out there who need physicists. Uh, and yeah, look into there to actually apply my knowledge. You know, uh, making advancements in space flight. Um, and hopefully extrapolate the human race into the future and make the world a better place I guess um yeah that's my career I'm very passionate about astronomy and science as a whole um my knowledge is very vast on not just science but many other topics many many other topics um I uh I like hip-hop, of course, who doesn't like hip-hop, rap music, some of my favourite artists, ASAP Rocky, Travis Scott, uh, Tyler the Creator, Frank Ocean, Um, you know, just great stuff. Um, You know, recently there's been a lot of drama in the rap community, you know, with the whole 6-9 drama, you know... I don't even know how that guy got out of prison, you know, um, but hey, what are you going to do, right, uh, what else, well, you know, the whole world is kind of going through a pandemic right now, but, um, in in terms of New Zealand, we're handling it quite well, um, you know, we only get maybe less than 10 cases a day, and, you know, if we look at America, they're getting thousands of cases every day. 
you know, um, we're currently in lockdown level two. So in our country, we classify our lockdowns into four stages, where four is um, the worst, I'd say. So it's complete lockdown, can't leave the house, um, you know, businesses are shut down and stuff. And then level one is, you know, you still carry out your normal routine, but, you know, there is still social distancing applied. Um, You're encouraged to wear face masks and, of course, sanitize and keep clean. But, um, yeah, honestly, compared to the rest of the world, we're handling it quite well. And that's thanks to our great Prime Minister, Jacinda Ardern. Um, she's a lovely Prime Minister, definitely better than the last one. Um, she's making some great strides uh, in changing the country for the better. Um, but yeah, we're doing pretty well over here. I mean, you know, we are a very small country. Our population only recently hit 5 million. So, yeah, we're a very small country. Um, We get left off the world map sometimes in TV shows and films. Uh, We all love to have a good rant about that, but, um, yeah. We're a lovely country. We're lovely people. Um, I encourage people when this whole pandemic is over to actually come over here. It's a very nice country. Uh, It's ranked as one of the most safest countries in the world and also one of the cleanest countries in the world in terms of pollution. Um, We have no nuclear weapons, or we don't even have nuclear power for that. So, yeah, we're generally a non-violent, I guess, harmless country. But, you know, we can get uh, pretty rowdy especially when it comes to things like rugby. And for you Americans who don't know, rugby is essentially American football, but without the headgear and all the padding. We use a different ball. Your one's a bit smaller, I think. And instead of a touchdown, we call it a try. We go over the line and you have to place the ball behind the line. A lot of New Zealanders consider American football to be the pussy version of rugby. Because you guys use armour, whereas we do not. But, um, yeah, but anyways, aside from that, huge respect to all those uh, uh, American football players out there. You know, the uh, Super Bowl. Pretty exciting times, even though we don't really get into it over here. We can still, you know, see live coverage on the news, social media and such. And yeah, it looks really fun. Um, everyone's coming together, you know, the rivalries in the air. And uh, What I've really seen is people have feasts. Yeah, chicken wings, burgers, wings and all. And uh, yeah, it's looks pretty good. Um, anyways, more about me, well, I have a great group of friends, great group of friends, um, I wouldn't swap them out for any, any other group, never, um, they always got my back, you know, I swear, every time around my friends, I'm always laughing, you know, you could never be depressed when you're around them, you know, um, they're very supportive, you know, we, we mock each other a lot, but, um, you know, we mean well, you know, we're never actually serious about anything, you know, uh, we have fun, um, we, um, I don't know, (laughs) we're just the average group of friends, but, you know, it's just so much fun, you know, um, with the whole lockdown, 
our last lockdown, we went into quarantine for about five weeks. We were in level four. And, um, you know, I couldn't have got through it. You know, I would have been, I was already bored. But, you know, with my friends there, you know, we could jump on, play some Warzone, <laughs> you know, Minecraft, whatever. And kind of, we really don't get on to play video games anymore. Like, you know, we still play, but we kind of just come online to talk in the party chat, essentially. You know, we just talk, laugh, make memories. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of people, they would say um, that they would go back in time and start their life all over again. You know, like completely fresh start. But you know, I say fuck that. I would never ever reset my life. If I could relive my life, I would, but I wouldn't change it. I'd relive my entire life all over again. Because I believe that I've had a great life. You know, I've had I have so many great memories. I've met so many great people, and I really think that my life is on a good trajectory right now. You know, my studies are going well, I've got a job, so I'm well equipped on money, you know, I have my own car, I have a great family, great group of friends, and I'm only 16, so I have my whole life ahead of me whole life to make even more memories and you know sometimes I think about the past you know when I was in primary school which you guys would call elementary so many memories there you know and I do miss those days because those were days where you know the work was so easy that it didn't really matter you know um it was more about fun than really learning that was what it was me for me anyways. Um, but you now know, yeah, high school is nothing like primary school. Um, you know, there's more work, you know, you actually have to study if you want to do well. But yeah, I mean, despite that, it has grown me into the person that I am today. You know, um, you know, I don't condone studying, but it is a good thing because I actually recently read a quote where it said that knowledge is the best investment you'll ever make in your life. And I believe that knowledge is a great thing to have. You know, knowledge is love. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is money. You know, knowledge shapes you to be a better person. And I'm thankful for all the experiences, all the people I've met um, in my life because it has shaped me into this person that I am today. And, you know, seeing as I turned out, you know, haven't been arrested yet, uh, haven't dropped out of school, haven't disappointed my parents, so uh, I'm doing good. Um, in terms of my family, uh, I reckon I have very laid-back parents. You know, they are very laid back. Um, They do have, of course, they have a few set of rules that I must follow. And that is understandable, you know, that as long as I'm under their roof, I live by their rules. But they have very limited but simple rules. You know, um, do well in school. Don't get in trouble, you know. Um, Don't do bad things, of course, you know. Just these simple things. And they have taught, they grew, um, they grew up, you know, with not that much, you know. Definitely not as much as I have today. Uh, They're very humble, they're very hardworking, you know. They've risen to the top of their respective jobs. Um, They're both well educated. They're both, actually, my parents met at um, the School of Management in Auckland. 
um, which is one of the major cities over here in New Zealand. They both went to management school. Um, my dad's the manager of this trucking company. So they transport um, goods and services to um, buyers, you know, warehouses, businesses and such. And my mum is a manager at one of the largest banks in this country, uh, BNZ, the Bank of New Zealand. And yeah, they they are at the top of their respective jobs. Um, they've worked hard to get there. And yeah, they raised me with good manners and discipline, um, good respect of all people. And um, yeah, I'm grateful for it. Um, they expect very highly of me, but they generally let me do anything I want, you know, if I want to go out, you know, if I want to buy something, anything really, you know, as long as I do well in school, um, stay out of trouble, and, you know, then that's our agreement, you know, and, um, yeah, and I love them. Yes, I love them very much. Um, I've got three siblings. I've got two brothers, one sister. I am the youngest in the family. Uh, my sister is the oldest. She is a nurse. Um, she is currently living in Auckland as well. She lives with her husband and her two children, my nephews. Uh, and yeah, she, I grew up with her, and she's a very inspiring woman, very insightful, and yeah, uh, my other brothers, uh, one brother is married, and he has two children, one daughter and one son, um, he is an architect over in Australia, so I don't really see him much anymore, uh, except for family gatherings, you know, yearly family gatherings, um, Christmas time, sometimes Easter, um, and basically whenever they have the chance. Um, unfortunately, they probably can't come over this year due to, you know, whole COVID-19 and with the airports being um, closed for international transport. So that's kind of a bummer, but, you know, um, it's okay, because, you know, with the internet, Skype, FaceTime, um, it's really no biggie. Um, my other brother, he is currently living with his girlfriend, and, um, and her daughter. So the daughter isn't his. Um, the daughter's dad left when she was, I believe, two. So, yeah, it's just him and his girlfriend and her daughter. Uh, he is an engineer. He currently works for... Um, he's a mechanical engineer. He currently works for Honda in Australia. Um, and, yeah, that's my family. <laughs> Uh, I'm not really that close with aunties and uncles, except for a few, maybe. One or two cousins that I'm close with, and then the rest uh, don't really care about, to be honest. Um, but hey, you know, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, that's kind of about me. Um, you know, if you guys have any other questions about me, or want to ask something about me or my life, uh, just send in some questions because I honestly don't know what to talk about me anymore. So I've actually got some questions here that I found on the internet. Um, and yeah, they're about just podcast questions, general podcast questions, you know, some sci-fi ones. Um, yeah, I'll just get started. So the first one is, what's something people seem to misunderstand about you?
Well, um, I think one thing that people seem to misunderstand about me is that, um, they think I'm, I don't know, they think I'm shy. And generally, sometimes I can be, but sometimes I don't talk to people. Sometimes in class, you know, I don't talk to particular people, simply because I don't want to. It's not because I'm shy or, you know, antisocial. It's maybe I just don't want to talk to that person, you know. Nothing against the person, but sometimes, you know, maybe some of you will relate, you know, you just don't want to talk to that person, just because, you know, but. Uh, yeah, a lot of people misunderstand me. Um, actually, another thing people misunderstand about me is, uh, well, it's kind of not really a misunderstanding, but they kind of have this mysterious vibe around me, you know? They find me to be very mysterious. A lot of people, when they talk to me, um, you know, they get this mysterious vibe, like... I don't know, they they can't seem to figure me out, because I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm a pretty quirky guy, you know, um, I mean, I have a lot of talents, my knowledge is vast on many, many topics, you know, like, and, yeah, I don't know, people just find me pretty mysterious, um, and I think they kind of like it, too, you know, Everyone loves a little bit of mystery, you know. Everyone loves to figure people out. But, um, yeah, that's two things. <laughs> it was meant to be one thing, but that's two things people must understand about me. Number two, what makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Well, there are a lot of things that make me feel inspired. Um, for instance... Um, the advancement of the human race, particularly, is something that inspires me. You know, um, things like space travel, that inspires me. You know, there is a vast universe out there that is ever-expanding. Um, you know, a vast universe to explore, to conquer, you know, and... We've only ever been to one planet, you know. We've never been outside our solar system. And, you know, at any time there can be billions of planets in a galaxy. And there's billions of galaxies, you know. So the chances of, you know, for instance, finding extraterrestrial life is it's a very high chance, you know. But yeah, that's one of the things. Uh, another thing is friends and family. My friends, my family, they inspire me a lot to, to greatness. You know, me and my friends, we pick on each other a lot, but, you know, we also motivate each other, you know. Um, for instance, I, me and my friends, me and a couple of friends, we go to the gym. And, you know, we make the gym fun for each other, you know. We're always wanting to go to the gym. Like, before the recent lockdown, which went on for about three weeks, um, before that, we were really addicted to the gym. We went every single day after school. And, you know, <laughs> that is a good thing. Because, you know, obviously, that means if we're addicted to the gym, that means we won't get lazy, you know. But, um, yeah. My friends inspire me a lot. They inspire me a lot. You know, they... And I can honestly say a lot of my friends look up to me. You know, um... And I look up to my friends as well. You know, we lift each other up. And, you know... Like we say, you know, the only way is up. You know, we don't want to see no one going down. But yeah, those are some things that make me feel inspired. The next one, if you could turn back the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? Well, obviously I'm only 16, so I can't go back, 
Um, but let's um, say I went back in time and talked to my 10-year-old self. I would say keep doing what you're doing. You know, because you don't know it, but there is a great life ahead of you. There is a great life ahead of you. You have yet people to meet, memories to make, and experiences to have, you know. So, yeah, I would say just buckle up because you're getting ready for a ride. Honestly, don't change anything about yourself. Because if you do, you will just completely change, you know. You being you defines who you are, you know. So, yeah, that's what I would say. The next one. If in 150 years, science fails to save us all, and all that is left is a book about your life, what would the title be? Wow, (laughs) that's a question. Um... A book about my life. Well, I'm only 16, so I really haven't lived the full life, so I don't know. Well, I don't actually know what my title would be. What would the title be? Well, it could be, um, I don't know. I actually don't know. I'm going to move on for that one. <laughs> What's the most important thing you've learned in life? What was your life like before learning it? And what was your like after learning it? Hmm. I think the most important thing that I've learned in life is it is okay to fail. Yeah, I've learned that it's okay to fail. You know, if you go through a life with 100% succession, you haven't actually lived, you know. Failures are a part of life. You know, um, without failure, you cannot learn, you know. I do not see failure as losing or something negative. I see failure as a chance to gain knowledge chance to better yourself so in a simple sense it's a positive thing and not a negative thing um yeah that's one of the most important thing or probably the most important thing i've learned in my life um and before i learned that listen um i used to see failure as something negative you know something that I do not want to happen. Like, I remember I never want to fail again, you know. But um, after learning that, um, I don't mind failing anymore, you know. Like, failure is a chance to gain knowledge. And that's really it. And that's really helped my life, you know. Just like I said before, um, knowledge is a, lifetime, is a lifelong investment, you know. One of the greatest investments you can ever make. Next question. What is your best tip for making the world a better place? Well, um, I've actually got a few tips. The number one thing is definitely getting that um, equality in check. Because, I mean, honestly, I don't like to go into equality particularly, but if it comes to talking about it, I will. Um, You know, obviously, equality is a very hard thing to achieve because, you know, what, there's 7 billion people in the world? That's a lot of variables, a lot of different people, you know, with different mindsets and such. And, you know, people will always be racist. Um, if I could make that a reality, I would. But honest, if I'm being honest, equality will never come. Because, you know, 
with 7 billion people in the world, and it's only going to rise throughout the years, that's a lot of variables. And, you know, racism will always be a thing. You know, discrimination will always be a thing. Um, you know, obviously, for in terms of racism, I think that's something you just cannot change. It's a part of human nature, and it's just something we do. But I think in terms of changing equality in different ways, so, um, you know, in the workplace, people are treated the same in the workplace. People are paid not by their sexual preference, not by their skin colour, not by their ethnicity, but by their skill and ability to complete the job. Um, you know, that makes sense to me. And that's really my tip in terms of world peace. But I got some other things for making the world a better place. Uh, another thing to make the world a better place is probably to provide free healthcare. Um, honestly... I reckon, actually no, not free healthcare. I reckon that we should destroy poverty once and for all. You see, poverty is a very large problem in the world. Um, it's actually a pretty large problem here in New Zealand. Um, but obviously, you know, our prime minister is working towards it. Um, you know, to obviously. Um, no longer make poverty a thing anymore, but, um, yeah, so, essentially, I believe that poverty can be changed, um, if we shift the economy, so, you know, there is the 1%, of course, the millionaires, the billionaires, and such. There is the middle class, you know, your working class, of course, and then your lower class. That's your, you know, very low earners. And then just, there's the people below that is the poverty line. That's the poverty line. Um... You know, obviously, all poverty is not directly related to problems such as location, um, you know, or, you know, a childhood matter. You know, literally, some people who are homeless are honestly just lazy um, drug addicts, alcoholics, and such. But, um, yeah, you can actually change poverty. And if you, if the government, if governments of the world focus on directly eliminating poverty, we would be in a much better world. Because, honestly, the way to do it is probably create more jobs. And honestly, this can be, creating more jobs is so easy. This, I, th I already see so many, um business opportunities and creating more jobs, in particular the marijuana industry, or the cannabis in industry. You see, by legalizing cannabis, this will open a lot of jobs, actually. Farmers, distributors, um, delivery men, managers, of course, and yeah, you know, the just cannabis is, um, is in high demand. You know, for medicinal reasons and recreational use. Um, and it can create a lot of new jobs for people. You know, take people out of poverty, essentially. And not just, you know, the cannabis industry. Honestly, you can open up so many jobs for people. Um, you know... More businesses are being made every day. Current businesses are expanding. You know. Um, and honestly, there should be more help from the government. You know, at least help people get back on their feet. 
um, yeah, at least help them get back on their feet. Because, you know, by taking people out of poverty, we'll have less people on the streets and more people working jobs, um, you know, more engineers, more scientists, you know, more inventors that will extrapolate the human race, you know, into the future. And, yeah, that is one of the things, I believe, making the world a better place. Next question is, what is the best compliment you've ever received? Wow. Um, I think the best compliment I've ever received is actually from one of my teachers um, last year in uh, my English class. Um, Mr. Fowl, a great teacher, by the way, um, he told me uh, once when he was handing back my grade for an essay I wrote, he said, um, you're very intelligent, aren't you? You're a bit of a genius. And that is, that just really stuck with me, you know. Um, I'm very close to my intelligence. I believe that your brain, you know, you're, I believe that your intelligence is a vital part of you. You know, it is a muscle, your brain is a muscle. And knowledge is power. Knowledge powers that muscle. Um, and yeah, knowledge connects you to people. Knowledge helps you find love. Um, and just knowledge helps you to discover things, and also it can help you to invent new things, you know, to help other people. And yeah, that is the best compliment I've ever received. The next one, how would your parents describe what you do for a living? Well, um, again, 16. Um, but I have told them about my career, of course. Um, I'll go step by step. So my dad, he, he's a bit of a science nerd. Um, but yeah, he likes science and such. Um, he's very interested in it. Um, he loves when I talk about it. And, you know, he loves learning. Um, he loves science, and my knowledge on science is hugely vast, so, you know, he likes to talk about it every now and then, and, yeah, he likes, he likes what I'm doing, or what I'm going to do. Mum, on the other hand, is very, very inspirational, very encouraging of what I want to do even though she does not understand any of it. Um, yeah, she doesn't really, she doesn't understand it. Um, all she knows is that um, I'm passionate about it, and she says if it makes me happy, and that's what I want to do, then I should do it. And that's really nice of her. So, yeah, that's what they think of what I'm going to do for a living, so... The next one, if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? A bit of a cliche question, I've usually only seen this one where it's only one person, but um, there are a lot of people throughout history who I would have wanted to have dinner with. Honestly, the three people I would have dinner with is Archimedes, the ancient Greek physicist, um, Albert Einstein, one of the greatest minds of the 21st century, and Genghis Khan, funnily enough. Now, I'll go over why each of them are. 
So, with Archimedes, um, as a man who is going to become an astrophysicist, I would be a direct intellectual descendant of Archimedes. He was centuries ahead of his time. He created weapons for the Greeks, which fended off the Roman Empire for at least 10 years. His mind was on a level so rarefied, um, none at the time could comprehend him. Um, yeah. Honestly, he he was he was a true genius, and I actually regard him to be one of the greatest, or if not the greatest mind in human history. He would be very interesting to talk to. Um, again, Albert Einstein, another great mind. Um, you know, no one had the out of the box thinking like Einstein. You know. Um, I would love to talk to him on his theories of, you know, special relativity and such. That would be a blast. And the last one, and I think probably the most interesting, um, Genghis Khan. You know, if you're not familiar with, you know, the conquest of the Mongol Empire, then you really need to go read up on it, or I can talk about it in a different episode. But Genghis Khan was a great ruler. Um, he's known as the tyrant of Mongolia. Um, he ruled China with an iron fist. Um, he was a great conqueror. Um, you know, the official <coughs> first emperor or Khan of what would be the greatest and largest empire in human history. Um, it would be nice to, you know, hear some stories about his empire, you know, the inside workings, details we haven't got before. Um, yeah, that's why I would choose him. I think this is our last question. What would you pick for a last meal? Um, well, I am a bit of a foodie. So, I'm going to say, uh, not sure, actually. Not actually sure. Um, I reckon any of my favorite foods, I would actually be happy with it as a last meal. But, um, but yeah, if I have to choose one, I actually have... Just a pizza, honestly. Like a meat lovers, Hawaiian. I wouldn't mind a Hawaiian for my last meal. <laughs> wouldn't mind that at all. Yeah, not very picky, so yeah. But anyway, I, uh, you know, just to clarify, yes, I do like pineapple on pizza. And you know, for you pineapple hating people out there, here's how I see it. Pineapple on pizza is a great combination of flavors. You see, it balances, it uses its sweetness and its juiciness to balance out the saltiness of um, the cheese, the sauce, and um, the ham or whatever meat you put on it. There is a balance sweet and savory and it is absolutely mind-blowing also it is very satisfying to eat because once you bite down to those pineapple pieces there is still juice inside so it just bursts and your mouth is just filled with flavor and yeah that's why I like it it creates a balance of sweet and savory. And it's actually very nice. Very, very nice. And I actually don't know why a lot of people seem to hate um, pineapple on pizza. 
you know. It's not that bad. Um, yeah. So, I'll probably end it off at about uh, an hour. So, we've still got roughly uh, about 20 minutes to go, 15, 20 minutes. So, uh, yeah, I'll just basically talk about anything, really. Um, You know, I got my car about two months ago. Honda Civic 2004, uh, very smooth, very nice, you know, uh, it's a perfect car, honestly, very grateful to my parents for buying me my first car, and uh, yeah, um, my driving has improved uh, since I've been driving, and yeah, I'm very satisfied with that. Uh, had our first session at the gym today, um, post, um, quarantine, so that was good, got a good pump in, uh, we did, I did some chest and bicep, and five sets of the dumbbells, then did some, uh, four sets of the barbells, did some bench press, <clears throat> um, yeah, We've been going to the gym two months, and I'm seeing some major progress, you know, gained a lot of muscle mass, and my body just feels better, you know, feels better, so, yeah, um, life's pretty good right now, you know, despite that we have mock exams next week, so, for you the those of you who don't know, mock exams are basically practice exams, so they're not the actual exams. But we are, what might happen because of COVID-19, if we do go into quarantine again, um, after the mock exams, and we're not able to do our real exams, then they're going to use the results from the mock exams to determine um, which classes will be placed in, um, next year, so, yeah, I'm trying to do particularly well on them, because I don't want to take any risks, you know, this is my future here, so, yeah, I don't want to take any risks, but, um, I do hope we're able to do the real exams, so that'll give us more time to study, yeah, get better at the topics, because I have to sit um, a lot of exams. So I take physics, that's three exams. I take chemistry, that's another three. Um, biology, that's two. Um, and I've got three for maths. Oh no, two for maths, sorry. Uh, two for English. And yeah, that's it. A lot of exams, they're three hours each, and, you know, (laughs) when you're sitting in those exam rooms, and, you know, it's honestly, you're just writing, 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 you know, you have to meet the deadlines. So, in New Zealand, our exams consist of three questions, so there's three questions, and then each question will have sub-questions, like... For example, question 1A, B, C, and such. Yeah, so there's always three questions. And, yeah, so generally you get... Well, if you want to get it in on time, it's recommended that you do 20 minutes on each question. You know, to actually... In order to finish the exam and answer all the questions. So, yeah, um, we don't use an, we don't use a lettering, uh, a letter grading system, like those of you in America, or I think the UK even uses it, you know, we don't have like A+, B+, C's, F's, you know, all that, we actually use uh, a more simple grading system, 
it's ranked not achieved, achieved, merit, and excellence. Where not achieved is equivalent to, a to an F or a fail, and an excellence is the equivalent to an A+. And then a merit is uh, probably is like a B, and then achieved is a C or a D. Um, and yeah, so trying to aim for that excellence, of course, to get into the classes I want to. Um, currently, calculus is doing my head in. You know, actually no, calculus I'm actually quite good. Let me rephrase that. Organic chemistry is doing my head in. Like, honestly, organic chemistry is a fuckfest of just dumb shit, honestly. So many reactions and rules to remember. But, um, yeah, I'll get through it, you know. Um, but yeah, I should be fine. Very smart guy, you know. I have a good studying method, okay. study smarter, not harder, um, and yeah, um, what else, not really much else, um, but yeah, that is basically, um, I mean, that's not all about me, but, uh, you know, if you guys have any questions, um, feel free to send them through. Um, and yeah, I think I'm going to end it off here. So, cheers.